Hey everybody, welcome to episode 17 of Cocktails and Scenes. I'm Will. Hey guys, I'm Wayne. Wayne, we're back. Yeah, I know. You took a little bit of a break. In the words of Stained, it's been a while. Ooh, um, good reference. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, I was thinking about it and like, you know, obviously we got asked by a lot of people. We'll get into that later. But like, I think it's a it's it's like threefold almost. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, OK, summer, we want to go outside yep. and it's nice out and we can't get plastered drunk on a Saturday morning and ruin our weekend. Right. Still can't go. I mean, you could go outside. You could get plastered drunk and then go outside. But it's just it's really hot. It, it's really hot. It gets really and, sticky, you know, like drunk. Sticky. I'd fall asleep. I'd fall asleep too early. I yeah. Do that. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, things are open now, so mm-hmm. it's it's a little different. And, you know, we both had some some stuff go on, but we're back here now and that's all that matters. Absolutely, man. And I am super excited because we have a long list of things upcoming on this podcast. That we're going to be talking about things are opening back up. Places are finally letting us back in. I know so much movie stuff going on along with it and uh, excited to talk about it. So we thought we'd start by first saying we did a Quiet Place 2 episode. We told you guys that was our next episode. We did it. Unfortunately, we just tried to be like the movie and didn't talk the whole time. Exactly. And that that doesn't transfer over. No, it doesn't. It does not work in this format. Um, So we just ended up with like 90 minutes of silence. Uh, yeah, and beers clanking together. That was like it. <laughs> and then we got eaten by monsters. Yeah, then we got eaten by monsters. Uh, how long did that episode take you to edit? Was it a while or literally thirty seconds? <laughs> that was it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't need to edit yeah. anything on it. <laughs> uh, I saw a Quiet Place too. Wayne didn't. Um, no. It's if you like the first one, you'll like it. Go see it. It's yeah, good. that's the review. That's the episode. <laughs> good. Um, so we're going to do uh, some movie news from July here and some headlines and um, a review of Cruella on Disney+. Mm-hmm. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, let's talk about what we're drinking. Wayne, All right. Go ahead. Well, I figured to take a cue from the man who delivers the news like no other, you can't deliver news properly without a highball class of... 12-year-old scotch. There you go. Down it goes. Down it goes. Down into my belly. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Scotchy, scotch, scotch. Drinking Glenmoray 12-year. And it is good in my belly. That is a good scotch. So um, your yours might be a little bit more inventive than mine, which you got. (laughs) It certainly is. So, while we are reviewing Cruella today, we are also going to talk about another movie mm-hmm. in another very successful franchise Ooh. that I most recently saw all 10 of, including <laughs> Fast 9. There is oh. a spinoff, so that makes 10 movies. Oh, shit. And if you guys are a fan of the franchise, we'll talk about it later, but you know Dominic Toretto drinks nothing but Coronas, baby. Exactly. Nothing but Coronas. And uh-uh. Coronas and family. So I'm having a Corona in honor of my guy Dom Toretto. I watched all 10 Fast and the Furious movies in a week. Honestly, um, dude, I'm so <laughs> impressed right now that you did that. Yeah, it's uh, it's something. We'll talk about it. It's something. <laughs> they are something. Um 
but we'll get there. Um, but yeah, like I said, we're going to start with, um, you know, we're going to get back into it a little bit here. We're going to try to get on a more consistent basis here. Talking about what's next. Mm-hmm. Um, we got maybe our biggest episode ever coming up right after this. Oh, one. that's true, man. I mean, it's big. It's a big one. We can't, you know, we can't just bypass this episode or like scruff it off. You know, it's like we can't. Mm-mm. We can't. So we'll mention it right off the top. Stay tuned. If you guys know either of us, you know, we're big fans and someone's got a birthday coming up <laughs> and that man is Mr. Tom Cruise. Yes. So Tommy Cruise, Tom Cruise is next. Yeah. Yeah. The cause for the name of our podcast, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll be talking cruise next. And uh, it, needless to say, we're both looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm. A, I, I told you today. I was like, I need more time to like. I need more time. I yeah. need. I need more time with him. I need to like <laughs> feel him. I need to just like be in his presence for a little bit longer before we talk about we it. We need some time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's coming up next, and then after that, we're gonna do a. Uh, a whole episode about uh, Black Widow when it comes out. We're going to go yeah. see that and review that. And I promise we will go see that one and it won't be a silent episode. But Right, um, right, exactly. Marvel's, for, I saw, I was reading about it today and it's weird to think about now. It's their first movie in two years. Oh my God, really? Yeah, Spider-Man Far From Home was the last one. Holy and that, shit. That was after Endgame, like right after. So it's like, it's been almost two calendar years. Yeah, since Wow. Marvel. You had Holy the TV crap. shows and stuff, but yeah, no movies. So. You know what's crazy is I don't think I've watched a Marvel movie in two years. I'm, like none of the old ones that you haven't seen? Yeah, or, oh, I haven't rewatched yeah, yeah. any of them since I watched oh, yeah. Endgame. And oh, then yeah. I haven't watched any of the shows because I was marveled out for a little bit. But yeah. No so such thing. Get out of here. It's no been such like, thing. Get out of here. Yeah, I just say... Yeah, I mean, my balls were drained. <laughs> I wept. I I just wept. I was in a lot of joy, and I was satisfied after Endgame. Like, can I not be just satisfied for, like, two years and then be like, all right, I'm ready to go back again? I am the, so far the opposite. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I've watched probably every movie in the franchise, like, three times since. <laughs> Binge the shows. Probably seen Endgame 19 times. Uh, Um, So I'm excited. I'm super excited. I'm looking forward to it. The reviews look good. It's getting a lot of Bond comparisons in the reviews. It's like a Bond, Mission Impossible type feel in the Marvel world. And uh, we got uh, a new actress joining, too. A new actress joining, like, the Marvel Universe. Yeah, Florence Pugh. Yep, Florence Pugh. She yeah. seems to be a standout of the movie. Yeah, you know, we'll uh, we'll see for ourselves. But uh, yeah, those that's what's next. We got Cruise and then Black Widow, and mm-hmm. um, then a couple fun ones after. But we're back. We are back, back again. And one of the reasons we didn't do an episode is because we were too busy hanging out in person. Oh snap! We did. We saw each other live and in person with our eyeballs. With our eyeballs Mm -hmm. and our bodies next to each other. Yeah, we could smell each other's musk. Yeah. (laughs) How how do you think my musk was? It was good, man. It was good. I felt a lot of connection. 
when I was there. Yeah, yours was yours was good. Was, yours yeah. was very good. I did wear deodorant that day, so felt yeah. I mean, I needed. It is a good thing because I may beat your armpits, so I, I'm directly in that vicinity. You just definitely like got a up. lot of armpit. Yeah, when I, I gave, got a lot of armpit time, so yeah, I do appreciate that. Yep, I do appreciate that. But for those of you who don't know, Wayne came to Westfield, so I got married last year. Congratulations, uh, by the way. Thank you, thank you. In the midst of the pandemic and. We had a little wedding in the backyard, couldn't invite everybody, couldn't have like my family, like, not all my family came. It was just kind of whoever felt comfortable, whoever was around. It was very small. Mm-hmm. So we decided to just throw a big party this summer and say, everyone, hey, come out. Very casual and, uh, you know, come have some drinks. It was and hang so out. much and, fun, man. It was so came, much so, fun. I, yeah, I want to give this to you. Your first time in Westfield. There's a lot of Westfield listeners out there. Let's hear your review. Let's hear your favorite people, your least favorite people. <laughs> Let's hear all about it. <laughs> I honestly loved everyone I met. I am so glad that I was there in person and could meet everybody at like one time, you know? Yeah. That day was really about me. So it wasn't <laughs> it was all about It you. wasn't it's about your, it's, yeah. it's your day. It was it's my day. day. I got to meet everybody yeah. that I wanted to meet and heard so much about. You guys were super awesome. I loved every one of you and uh, had great combos with everyone. It was such a blast, man. I can't wait to go do it again. Like, I know I won't get like everybody at once, but you know, yeah, we'll take a couple of people out and do some stuff with them. Please take me out, take me out to the bars and get me drunk again. That was fun. (laughs) Yeah, it was really the perfect storm of people. Like, you're right. You're we're not going to get that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was like everyone I fucking have ever met in my entire life. Um, and uh, it was so perfect. And to all you listening that were there, thank you. And uh, Wayne, appreciate you making the trip and glad you had a good time. Favorite so person. Good. You got to give me one. You got to give me one. Who's, stand, who's the standout for who's you? Who's the standout? Oh, I really like Steven. He was fun. Your uh, officiant yeah. at your wedding. <laughs> there you go, Stevie Bryla. <laughs> that's a that's a great answer one of the greats that's yeah great dude i like him a lot it seems like him and i would jive pretty well yeah he's a he's an awesome guy and uh, he'll love that and i i think most westfield people will love that answer too like there's a couple of people you could have said and they've been like oh fuck that <laughs> asshole you really like that guy <laughs> not the case with steve good pick yeah yeah good glad i picked the right one good. and of course your mom good of course of i just course. love her to death i gave her so many hugs dude <laughs> She's a hugger. She, She's I hugger. got so many hugs. I remember, like, towards the end of the, uh, you know, the end of the party, I was like hanging out with her, and we were like putting our arms around each other. We're like, yeah, it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> she, she had probably drank the bar out of Bud Lights at that point, and just was ready. There to go. weren't any Bud Lights left. No, no, but no Bud Light is safe when Michelle comes in. Uh, no, sure. but I had a blast, Michelle. Thank you for. Uh, for making me a part of the family, basically. Yeah, for sure. Oh, of course. Hey, like Dom Toretto says, it's all about family. It is. It's all about it's all family. It's all about family. Mm-hmm. All right, so movie news. We're going to go into some headlines and some news here. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we do, just a reminder, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Helps out a lot. Helps us show up in their algorithm. Follow us on social uh, you know, engage with us, ask us questions, tell us how dumb our opinions are. We love it. I do. Um, I love when people tell me how dumb my opinions are. Oh my God. It just it's just, yeah, it's just so good, <laughs> dude. Just please tell me. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so let's get into it. Transformers movie is announced. Yes. The seventh, seventh in the franchise. The seventh and maybe the best one outside of the first one. It could, could be. be. Could it could be. be. So uh, I kind of like where you're going with this. So mm-hmm. Transformers Rise of the Beasts, uh, a lot of announcements on it pretty recently in the last couple of weeks, uh, going into production soon. Like I said, releasing in June 22. Uh, Stephen Capel Jr. is directing from, uh, he directed Creed, Creed 2, most famously. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wayne, for all the Transformers noobs out there, tell us why we're excited about this one. Well, let's talk about this a little bit. So they're not called Autobots and Decepticons. They are called Maximals, Predacons, and Terrorcons because... When they landed on Earth and they, you know, did their thing where they, like, scanned the wildlife. You know, remember the, from the first original Transformers cartoon, they scanned everything. And they're like, I want to be a car. I want to be a bumblebee. Yep. Uh, in this case, it was uh, prehistoric Earth. So they're like, I want to be an eagle. I want to be a falcon. I want to be an ape. So yep. the Transformers are actually, like... Beasts, mammals of sorts. Beasts. Yes. Um, this was a uh, CGI TV show um, way back in the day. Uh, I was like, was that early 2000s? That was early 2000s, wasn't it? No, before that, 90s, right? Uh, way earlier than that. Yeah, I was young. Yeah. Oh, okay. So 90s, man. No. I, I absolutely loved it. I loved that show more than I actually Beast loved. Beast Wars. Yeah, was, Beast, Beast Wars. Wars yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I loved that show more than I actually loved the original Transformers. I don't know why. I just probably because it was the only thing my satellite dish picked up. Yeah. Um, but... I loved it and super excited about this. We've uh, we've got three Maximals revealed: Airazor, Rhinox, and Optimus Primal in their animal forms. So this is going to be really cool. I'm not sure, you know, exactly how they're going to do this, but I'm super excited to see it. Do you have a favorite Beast War? Do you have a favorite? I, I mean, it's Optimus Primal, uh, who's being played by Ron Perlman. Yeah. Um, from probably known from like Hellboy. He's the, the, the Oh yeah. The, Hellboy, uh, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Yep. Um I this is the only reason that I will see this movie is because of the cartoon that I watched <laughs> as a younger kid. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I am transformed out like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> uh, I actually did I didn't see it, but I did hear Bumblebee was pretty good. And that was oh, the yeah, like, spinoff with, yeah. with Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I stopped it too. I remember liking yeah, the first too. one. And I was like, yeah. I, I remember I was young. And then I remember watching the second one being like, nope, this sucks. I'm yeah. out. And I don't think I saw three, four, Mm-mm. five. Didn't see the Wahlberg one. Um, yeah, I, so I loved I, the first one. And the second one was okay. But I did love the first one. The first Michael Bay yeah. one. I fell off pretty early on them, but uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Uh, 
I'll, I'll go see it just because of what it is. And I, I actually probably will watch Bumblebee with, with Steinfeld. I hear it's good and yeah. I like her a lot. So did you like the, the, uh, the Maximals and Predacons after they got like their second phase of cool transformations, like Optimus Primal oh. had like a, a hoverboard. Yeah, they had some. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Was, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Where there was like this yeah. white light that came through and transformed them again, like double yeah. transformed. It's like the Pokemon evolving. Exactly. Like, yeah, they evolved. Yeah, next level stuff. And yep. he evolved with a freaking hoverboard. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not super excited about it, but like I said, this is the only way to make me go see another Transformers movie. Is this? <laughs> but yeah. It's a little nostalgia. It's supposed to take place in 1994 too, so you get some cool yeah, it's some good 90s, 90s nostalgia stuff. in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, just cool for us. So cool. Um, moving on, Rachel Zegler cast as Snow White in the live action upcoming Disney release to come out in 2022. Uh, Rachel Zegler is relatively unknown right now, but yeah. she's got two. She's she's literally been in. She's now, you know, her IMDb page has three movies. It's Snow White coming up. And uh, before that, she's starring in two movies, but they're pretty big blockbusters. She's starring in Steven Spielberg's remake of West Side Story. Yep, West Side Story. Yep. West Side Story, which apparently she has an amazing voice, and that's kind of how she got into that. She looked like the character of Maria in that, too. I was like, as soon as I saw pictures of her, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that works. Yeah, it comes from a singing background, apparently, Mm -hmm. and... Um, and then she's also in the sequel to Shazam that's coming up. Uh, so two pretty big blockbusters, uh, right <laughs> off the bat. I mean, three huge blockbusters right off the I, bat. For I me. like how you were like, Shazam's a big blockbuster. <laughs> oh, it was huge. It was huge. No, look it how was. much money. Sh- it was. Look how much money Shazam made. Yeah. I mean, it's, listen, it's a DC comic thing. And I mean, I liked it better than most DC movies. That's not yeah, a lot, no, it was. But, it was. Um, it, it was like I thought the it was turning fun. point. It was, it was the turning point. I thought point it was fun. It was silly. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was okay. It made a lot of money, but um, enough to make a sequel, obviously. Obviously, so. obviously. Yeah. So, um, takeaways from this casting? Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it's going to be fine. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> I think it's we'll going to be a fun. Little bit. You know what I'm more excited to find out, casting-wise, for this movie? Who's going to play the fucking yeah. dwarves? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, I, like, I, are I, you going to get, like, however many dwarves you know what there they're are, gonna do. 45 dwarves? Who are you going to get? Like, are you going to get main <laughs> the, actors to play all those and then, like, shrink them? Like, uh, My guess is that they do, the dwarves are CGI. So my guess is Snow White is live uh, action. And the dwarves are CGI, but they have like big A-listers voice the CGI dwarves and maybe like superimpose their faces okay. on them or something. That I might be so, okay like, with that, but like I could see that. Um, you know, being a huge like Hobbit and Lord of the Rings fans, we yeah. have we have been able to do it before in the past, where you take somebody like Gimli, who, you know, what's his yeah. name, played him and he was a full size John Reese Davies. John Reese Davies, yeah. and he played him, and he's a full size human that played yeah. a dwarf. So, yeah, I just think that's the Disney way to go about it. Like they're gonna do some. Uh, like, no man, if it's not a list actors playing the dwarves, at least a couple of them, like you know Doc and you know. I was gonna say you and, could just get Ellen DeGeneres to play Doc. They kind of look alike. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, she looks like Dopey. Sorry, Dopey. <laughs> yeah, she looks dopey. like Dopey. Dopey. Yeah, she looks like Dopey. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Because I don't want to see, like, I don't want them to, like, and it, I don't know, like, think about it. Like, they're hiring this uh, person to be the main actress, Snow White, which is a really big deal, right? But she's relatively yeah. unknown. So they're going to have to find some way to bring, like, an A-lister in there to actually be able to, like, elevate this movie to get people to want to come in because otherwise you don't know have any it's just a snow white movie you have no freaking clue who that is who's like the villain in snow white uh isn't that no it's not maleficent right no maleficent is uh sleeping beauty uh, sleeping beauty so just the oh shit dude oh dude all the disney nerds are like it's this person I don't know. Uh, while you're looking that up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking it up right now, guys. Don't worry. We have the Mark internet to Webb. save us. We have the internet to save us. Uh, Mark Webb is directing it. He did 500 Days of Summer and then uh, did, unfortunately, the two Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies after that. Oh. Uh, he's best known for. 500 Days um, of Summer is good, but neither of yeah. those are really like, I don't know. This is going to be weird. Uh, it was the evil queen. Remember, she turned into the old hag with the... The that's apple. right yeah, yeah. but so, then she was like this really hot super hot queen that was just all about uh oh she was the one that had the mirror right she was like yeah man i know all who's the fairest one of all me i think that's cinderella i think that's cinderella no or is it so i think we're mixing up Disney we are fucking this all up <laughs> No, she did. I, she I did. Know, she did. She had the mirror. Okay. She had the mirror. She's yeah. the mirror. Okay. And, yeah. Okay. She's yeah. the mirror. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it, that's right. Because that's why she's ugly and then not. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Man, man, all uh, them all. Who's the craziest yeah. bitch? All them all. Me. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Who's, the, who's <laughs> the craziest slut of them all, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> it better be me or I'm killing it. I'm shanking a bitch. <laughs> The queen, bitch. <laughs> the queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Um, I think the biggest takeaway for me from this casting is that Disney has been very criticized in the past. There's even like a hashtag, Disney princesses so white. Oh, um, yeah. Not Snow White, so white. Mm-hmm. Um, their last four live action movies, Naomi Scott played Jasmine. She comes from Indian descent. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, but Yefi Lu mm-hmm. uh, played M- Mulan, Mulan, Chinese. Yep. Uh, Halle Bailey, which is very confusing. Halle Bailey, yeah, that's is wow is playing is playing uh, the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's playing Ariel. She's African American, and now Rachel Zegler is playing Snow White. She's Colombian. Okay, so I think they're they're hearing that and and pushing Loud diversity and on this, which is Loud and which is great. Yep. So uh, those are the last four, so they definitely hear that. So yeah, I don't think either of us are uh, crazy looking forward to Snow White, but who knows? Yeah, who, who knows? knows? All right, uh, next one. You're gonna have to break out your Kleenex for this one, Wayne. Dune, your most look looking forward to film of 2021. Push back yet another three weeks. What I ask about this announcement is, why does God hate me? <laughs> I've been waiting for this fucking movie. Okay, okay. So let me let me give you some 
light at the end of the tunnel. Some okay. Glass half full outlooks on this. It's now further away from Bond, so True. no time to die. It's not back to back weeks, so you get a little bit of distance there, so you can mm-hmm. you know you don't process have two of the most right. Yeah, you can process them both. And you can see him. Also, October twenty second. French Dispatch is coming out the same day. So October 22nd is Chalamet Day. Dude. We got a Wes Anderson Chalamet <laughs> movie, and we got Chalamet <laughs> and Dune on the same day. Just, like, go ahead and buy my tickets now, dude. I'm spending the night at that theater. Hopefully with Timmy. <laughs> I'm going to be there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling up old Timmy. Chalamet Day, October 22nd. Yeah, it sucks. I think it's okay. It, they were definitely just optimizing like box office as much yeah, as they could. Yeah, absolutely. And it's three so weeks. They, it's not another yeah, six months, thankfully. Exactly. And with that change, when they do make like minor changes like that, it's pretty firm and final. Mm-hmm. So I think you're very yeah, safe to say it's it. going to come out on October 22nd. They shuffled a couple movies along with it. One of them we'll talk about in a little bit called Many Saints of Newark. It's a mm-hmm. Sopranos prequel. And the the other one is uh, Cry Macho, which is a Clint Eastwood movie, which they moved up a bunch. They actually oh, moved wow. it to September. Um, so, and that's Clint Eastwood 101. Like he just finished that movie like six months ago, uh, like yeah. two weeks, and it's just like, yeah. Yeah, not whatever. I don't care. <laughs> shit. Fine. Uh, now for this so, shit. <laughs> like real. Get it to the DVDs. We don't have. Yeah. It's not going. Clint, we talked about this. <laughs> Clint, Some, we had this conversation. Clint, DVDs don't really, we don't have those anymore. Like, it's either Blu-ray or it's streaming. I didn't tell you to put it in a river. <laughs> God damn it, Clint. <laughs> yeah, he... Uh, Where's my pills? The, <laughs> <laughs> the movie he did before... Um, God, I can't think of the name of it right now. Uh, the, uh, you, the movie about the Olympic bomber. Oh, tip of my tongue. Why can't I think about it right now? Um, anyway, well, anyway, that that got it's a good good movie too. Uh, fuck. Anyway, it it's got all, pushed it's up. Richard to, Jewell. Richard Jewell. Yep. Um, Richard Jewell got pushed up the same way because he finished the movie so quick. Yeah. So that had some effect to it, I'm sure. I think they saw they could space it out a little bit further from Bond. Yeah. Um, and I think it's probably a good call on their part. It sucks a couple more weeks, but like you said, yep, a couple more weeks, space it out from Bond, and we get Chalamet Day. So what are you going to do? They're just going to be like in the future. Can we just slide a Clint Eastwood movie in here? Like yeah. how much time we got? Two weeks? Oh, fuck it, dude. Slide we got it in there. Two weeks, Clint. Can you do it? <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell oh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> 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 what, is this, what is this about? Oh, we're doing the whole World War II again. Oh, <laughs> this this side, it's from the third perspective. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Uh, next up, we have two late 80s, early 90s reboots. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear which one you're most excited about. Uh, Seth MacFarlane and Liam Neeson are working together on a Reboot of Naked Gun. Mm. Liam Neeson recently updated progress on it while doing press for his new movie, The Ice Road. Uh, Seth MacFarlane and his team are working on a script. Seth will most likely direct as well with Liam Neeson Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. the lead role. 
So you have that, and then you have a remake of the 1990 classic House Party. Yeah. Uh, produced by Spring Hill Company, which is ran by LeBron James and Maverick Carter. Um, some casting news came out this week with it. A couple unknowns in the lead roles, but then you had um, Bill Bellamy and Andrew Cheeto Santino, mm-hmm. yep. who's a great comedian, also got cast in it. So, which one of these, A, are you looking forward to the most? And B, which one do you think will be more successful? Well, you know, this is actually a really tough one for me because I do love both of those movies. I grew up on both House Party and Naked Gun. Um, to For me, though, I think Naked Gun is the one that I'm really looking forward to. I've always been a Leslie Nielsen fan. Like, Always. And, uh, so to see, he just like his dry humor, man, just so funny. Yep. Uh, so I'm, I am actually looking forward to that. I'm interested to see how Liam Neeson's going to do in it because like how, when was the last time he's done a comedy? Yeah, he did like, uh, did the A team. I guess it was like an action comedy, which yeah, is kind of like that. Kind of like an action comedy. But the thing which is, though, be. you know, it's funny because, like, um, Leslie Nielsen's uh, character in Naked Gun is kind of super serious. Like, he takes himself far too serious. Exactly. So I think yeah. it might work with Liam in it. Um, I just. I worry about that humor in today's world. I don't know. The kind of the slapstick kind of. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that works anymore. Um, I think it's, I mean, listen, I think the Naked Gun movies are hilarious, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if that works anymore. I guess Seth MacFarlane, if anyone, is probably the, like a kind of person who can do that. He'll, he'll obviously make it more adult. I mean, look, family guy, Ted, he's going to make it more adult, more raunchy. Yeah, he is. And, you know, I mean, I kind of but then again, I kind of worry a little bit because of some of the stuff Seth MacFarlane has done, which kind of like fell flat, like the show, the Orville, um, Million Ways to Die in the West, which was so I, I didn't like Ted. I, I didn't like either Ted. Thank I you. Ted All right. I, I, I thought, thought I, I didn't yeah. want to say anything because it was Boston, right? So I didn't want to like. <laughs> oh, movies, oh uh, no. How dare you insult us? <laughs> Yeah, well, Tom Brady, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say that I didn't like the movie with you, the teddy bear in it. So you know what? I do have to one caveat, Tom Brady. If you're listening, I did like your scene in Ted too. Other than that, <laughs> he's listening awful. right now. He's so yeah. listening. He's all right. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of like I'm excited think, about it because I loved is a lot of like what you talked about. You know, it's it's a lot of nostalgia to to think back yeah. on those movies, but. Maybe they just needed to stay. Like, maybe they didn't need a remake. We'll see. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like House Party is probably one that's more remakeable. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to be way more commercially successful. Than I agree with that. Yeah. A, a Naked Gun will. And, you know, with LeBron behind it, too. Like, say what you will about him in movies. He's a name and yeah. he'll draw a crowd. Yeah. And I, I just think it's that movie's just more remakeable and probably, like, could that's a movie that I'm fine with being remade. It's not like, oh, you're gonna ruin it. Like you ruined it with the sequels already. So <laughs> Right, uh, exactly. <laughs> you know. So, you know, hopefully uh if if Kid and Play are still alive, the originals, hopefully they make a cameo or something. Yeah, but, they got to. Um 
Yeah, I think I'm looking forward to, and I think it'll be more successful. I'm going house party. Uh, sounds good. We'll see who wins. We'll see who wins. <laughs> uh, trailers. We got four trailers that we want to talk about today that are, are just recently released. We have Shang-Chi and Legend of Ten Rings was the mm-hmm. second trailer. Marvel movie coming out in September. We have Suicide Squad. Um, which is coming out in August, HBO Max and theaters, James Gunn directed mm-hmm. DC requel, I think they're calling it, a reboot slash hmm. okay. sequel. And we have Many Saints of Newark, which is a Sopranos prequel. Yep. And, and then we have a movie called Karen. <laughs> and a movie uh, called which, Karen, which is exactly which, what you think it's about. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Which one do you, would you? I think no, we should no. start with Karen. I guess uh, no, no. Leave Karen for oh, the last. Sa- okay, save Karen for yeah, last. Save okay. Karen. So let's start with uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. So oh, this yeah. is the next Marvel movie to come out after Black Widow. Um, we've talked about it on the podcast a couple of times. Uh, new trailer came out. Wayne, we talked mm-hmm. about. I think the. No, we talked about Eternals trailer before. We did. Um, yep. This one, I don't think we've talked about. What do you think about how this movie looks? No, nah, so this one actually like really intrigues me. Where the internals, I was totally lost uh, the entire yeah. trailer, but it was pretty. This one, I was like a little bit more captivated. It's, I kind of knew what was going on. Like it, it's it, more fun. It's yeah, more fun. yeah, it's more like, fun. Yeah, yeah. And dude, you got me with that martial arts shit. Like hell yeah, yeah. Like bring that back, dude. Like yeah. that was like. You know how many movies we watched in the 80s and 90s? It was just all martial arts. Like, yeah, that's sick. Yeah. Like, bring it back, man. That's cool as shit. It looks so. The takeaway for all the Marvel nerds out there is that, like Wayne said, a lot of martial arts stuff, and there's this big tournament that apparently a lot of the movie is based around. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're just bringing back like a bunch of Marvel characters from previous movies that take right. place in this tournament. Most notably, the Abomination, all the way back in the late. 2000s the incredible hulk he was the villain in that movie hasn't been mm-hmm. seen since was in the trailer for this movie mm-hmm. uh fighting wong from the doctor strange movies so i think it's just gonna be a lot of fun we didn't necessarily criticize the eternal trailer but said like it left a lot for the imagination which sometimes trailers yeah. should be there's an argument that that's okay right right um, but I'm with you. This looks like a lot of fun and, um, you know, you kind of know what's going on with it, uh, with, you know, it does have some ties to previous Marvel movies that I won't totally give away, but I think it is more in the world that's already established than Eternals is going right. to be. Well, I mean, so already the filmmakers cite Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, uh, the Matrix and Jackie Chan films as their inspiration for some of the action scenes. You got yeah, me with all three uh, of those, Michelle- dude. Like, yeah, Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh got cast in it because she's one of the, she's the lead. Exactly. In Crouching Tiger. Yeah, Crouching yeah. Tiger. So exactly. She, yeah, she's a lead in it. So also, yeah, I want to bring up she, that the main character lady is called Aquafina. Aquafina. Yeah, she's uh, she's great. She's uh, Crazy Rich Asians. She's very funny in that. Super she's funny. The kind of comedic yeah, character. she was in Jumanji too. Right. She was Jumanji. Yeah. Yep. Next level. Yep. She was in that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, she's funny. I like her. Yeah, she's hilarious. Yep. 
so next, Suicide Squad. Um, so I called it a requel. So if you guys remember, a couple years ago, there's a movie called The Suicide Squad that came out um, that was not great. That made me fall asleep. It was not great at all. It was terrible. Um, so DC said, hey, we think we have a lot with this franchise. Let's hire James Gunn. Um, so James Gunn directed the two Guardians of the Galaxy movies, hugely successful for Marvel. Um, temporarily got fired from Guardians of the Galaxy three. He did, which left which left him available to do this movie. He's now directing Guardians three again, but this movie looks amazing. It so does. I think it. I think <laughs> it looks so, excited for so good. It's so funny. It's got the James Gunn humor. Yep. It's uh, it's a huge get for DC to get him and a huge mistake by Marvel to let him go for a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, my question is, and I'm throwing this out to you and probably everybody, if this movie hits, is James Gunn the best superhero director of all time? Oof. That's a good question, man. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, so he's going to have he's going to have a Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy. He'll have this movie if it hits. Mm-hmm. And then he also did this movie called Super with Rain Wilson and yep. uh, Elliot Page, which is great and funny. And it's obviously a lower budget. It's not a Marvel or DC movie, right. but it's a superhero movie. It's very good. And um, I, I think he's great. And he, he nails humor in these movies and, and keeps entertaining. So. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely looking forward to this one. It looks like a lot of fun, just hilarious. Um, one of my favorite just kind of like Instagram personalities who was on Conan a lot was uh, F- Flua, right? Is that his name? Trying to remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I know I know you're talking about. Flu- uh, Flula Borg. <laughs> Borg, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which got yeah, totally ripped for this movie, which is apparently a prerequisite for all Marvel movies is for nerds to just get totally ripped for DC. these movies. This is DC now. DC but, slash know. superheroes. Superhero, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I'm yeah, thinking yeah. of, uh, you know, the Eternals and... Uh, Kumal. Yeah, he got ripped yeah, yeah. again. Broke the internet yeah. with that one, dude. Everyone was like, holy yeah. shit, look at him. Ripped. Yep. Ripped and tan. Yep. Tan ripped. This- this uh, this Suicide Squad cast is another one that's great. I mean, you have the thing that he did was cool that I liked. He brought back the best parts of the previous movie. Like, mm. so he brought back Margot Robbie. He brought brought back Joel Kinnaman. He brought back uh, Viola Davis. Um, right. And so he wasn't afraid to like take good parts of that movie. But then he was like throwing Idris Elba. Uh, you know, throws oh. in. Uh, Taika Waititi. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone is the voice of the shark in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. If you watch the trailer, <laughs> the killer shark, Sylvester Stallone is the voice of that. Like, he's just he's just so outside the box and so unique and so creative, and everything he does is different from everything else out there. Yeah. And he's got such a. And the trailer even says this is like says something along the lines of like from the dangerously awful weird mind of james gunn i tell you man james gunn reminds me his movies remind me of just how fun movies can be you know like that's exactly what i think about when i think about guardians of the galaxy both of them it's just like this is fun this is what movies are supposed to be they're just supposed to be fun action movies hilarious you know like let's make fun of ourselves and yep. super bright colors, great color palette he always uses for his movies. And, of course, yep. you 
got you can't mention you can't not mention the yeah. soundtracks like he always I was, them, yeah. I was about to say and the music music yeah. most of all I mean Guardians of the Galaxy you know the mix volume one volume two oh yeah I actually think somehow he topped himself with volume two I watched mm-hmm. rewatched both of them recently I like most people like the first one better I think two is incredible no two is incredible uh, two is two incredible. is incredible. Yep. And uh, it, the soundtracks are great, and uh, they're both great. They're both great. Yep. So, um, all right, we've kissed James Gunn's ass enough. Yeah, right, James, James Gunn. You're welcome. <laughs> Many Saints of Newark. Okay. Uh, tra- yeah. Trailer came out. A Sopranos prequel uh, follows the story of a young Tony Soprano, played by James Gandolfini's son. It looks he looks like James Gandolfini. I saw when yeah. I watched the trailer, I was like, he doesn't look like James Gandolfini. Oh shit, he looks like James Gandolfini. <laughs> yeah. It's uh You're your Sopranos fan? Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It um it surprised me. I you know, the fact that David Chase is involved, who, you know, created the original series. Yep. We you even know, have some, it. like, powerhouses in there, like Ray Liotta's in it. Oh, I had some serious Henry Hill throwback vibes oh, when I yeah, saw Ray totally, Liotta dude. in a movie like this. Because he hasn't been in many good, like, gangster movies outside of Goodfellas. Yep. Um, so I got totally, like, brought back to Henry Hill. and um, John Barenthal's going to be in it. You know, he's yep. he, he's a classic. Yeah, we talked about him. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. talked about him on the uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead Right, exactly. Maybe, he just yeah. kind of does a great job, and I think that this role is going to fit him perfectly. Like, yeah, of course I can see him as some New Jersey mafia guy from, like, the 70s. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I was going to say, I think this movie is going to – most prequels, I think, are prequels that maybe – people don't want or mm-hmm. need or ask for. I think everyone's been asking Sopranos fans are, are looking for more, particularly yeah. after the finale of the oh, show. Oh, absolutely, right? man. So yeah. <laughs> and any which is totally controversial and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. no spoilers on that. But like I think this is one where it's the right people and it's, you know, the original creator of mm-hmm. the show and, you know, it's Gandolfini's son. And it's been long enough, too, where you're distant enough from it that I didn't have high hopes for it until this trailer, which I thought was really good. And it, it, it did. I'm looking forward to it much more than I was prior. I think you said it right, man. I think that a lot of these prequels, if they're, if they're going to hit right, there's got to be this perfect formula to them, right? Like, yep. you have to, I mean, especially with a show like Sopranos, which was just phenomenal. Um, it was definitely genre defining. It was one of HBO's like flagship shows, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so to take that and say, all right, we're going to make a movie out of it. You have to, you have to like keep the integrity of the original series, which means bring on the same writers, bring on some of the same actors and do it justice, man. Um, yeah. Throw in some nostalgia, but don't overly nostalgia. Overly us. do it. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I can say about the trailer was I did not like the the heavy metal music that was at the beginning. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I didn't notice it. I, uh, I, I don't think. I yeah, it, would, it kind it of now. like took me out of it a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just wish they had 
they had chosen something a little bit more subtle for that because honestly it's at some points in time i thought oh this is like a badass action movie like we're gonna see him like walk away from an exploding car at some point <laughs> yeah i uh the only thing that i am like i guess skeptical about mm-hmm. with this movie is that they're gonna bring back like they're gonna pull the irishman where they're gonna bring back like yeah, uh, yeah. Old, older actors and then like you know de-age them and it's gonna be cheesy and <laughs> they're gonna throw like i said too much nostalgia they're gonna try to you know yeah, yeah but yeah. the thing is when you talk about prequels like you have a prequel that's in your same genre even though it's only half of the movie yeah you look at godfather part two and you have a blueprint of how to make this movie exactly right. when you look at you know the Don Vito stuff with De Niro. Mm. Uh, And I think that they have to take influence from that. And I think that prequels are very, very hard to do. Maybe even harder than sequels. Yeah. A lot of times. If you think about it, I'm trying to think of a good prequel right now. And the only thing that's coming to my mind is Godfather two, which is a prequel and a sequel. Yeah. You know, but, uh, clone wars dude all the way. Yeah. No, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're think- yeah yeah no. yeah star wars number two dude clone wars well attack of the clones i thought you were talking about the cartoon at first i was like oh maybe i haven't seen it oh uh, okay yeah uh, right. yeah attack, attack of the clones, clones. Uh, all of them are uh, whatever yeah uh we talked about that mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah i can't think oh uh the dumb and dumber prequel uh when harry met lloyd <laughs> was one of the worst movies ever made that was one of the worst movies yeah. if i went into like the eternal uh, sunshine of the spotless mind like and they're like what do you want to get rid of I'd be like I sat and watched the prequel to Dumb and Dumber one time can you please get rid of that uh, Wayne you've had some family members die you've been through some hard experiences I'll in your life that. I'll take those no, I'll, 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 I'll take go those. with Dumb and Dumber <laughs> yeah. no still on Dumb and Dumber please <laughs> oh, that's great yeah, so Many Saints of Newark, uh, it's going to be one of those HBO Max theater yeah. uh, hybrid releases. That's one that got moved along. We talked about it before with uh, with Dune. So that one now took – that ended up actually taking the uh, the release date of Dune. So that will be October 1. You better fucking be good. That's all I got to <laughs> say. You take my – you take it from me. You better be good. Yeah, uh, high hopes. Let's see. Yep. All right, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Just watch it. Just just watch the trailer, guys. (laughs) All right, there's a movie called Karen. Just watch it and know that it's a real movie and it is not an SNL skit. I was about to say, just know that it is not something from Mad TV. It is shocking. I was... Literally in awe while I was watching it. I just, I'm still in shock, honestly. Like from yeah. that, it's oh my god. So talk about the you most all... generic movie you could possibly make. Oh my god! About racism. About <laughs> oh my god! Yikes! <laughs> oh Jesus! It's Christ. like it's also like trying to rip off Get Out. Get Out. I think. Yeah. 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 Yep. And so basically, Total the movie get is, out it, vibes on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, but 
like it looks like a parody of Get Out. It does. Like, it looks like it's supposed to be an SNL skit of Get Out. It's uh, if you, I mean, you all know the insult Karen now. This, you yeah. Know, uh, always on her toes, white lady who hates uh, everything God. and wants to tell on everybody. And she has a black couple moving next door. And oh my God, it is laughably bad. This trailer, but it's also a must see trailer. It's a must see. You have <laughs> you to gotta watch, it. watch the trailer, man. Because it's gotta just like it. I mean, formulate your own opinion on it, but absolutely, it's <laughs> it's the craziest thing you'll see this year. Oh God, it is. It's up there. That's all we got to say about it. I think yeah, that's yeah, it. You just yeah. have to watch it for yourself. Go watch the, the trailer for Karen. Yeah. Tell us about it, too. Tell me how you think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on, Quentin Tarantino reiterated in an interview this week with Bill Maher that he will only direct one more movie before retiring. I've he heard, said this in I've, the past. Yeah, I've said I, he's heard this. He's said this before. Yeah, he said this in the past. He said he might do like a couple plays or here and there, but... His quote was that, like, hey, I, I've given it all I can do and, you know, it's it's time to move on. So the question comes. Mm-hmm. There's rumors that he remakes Reservoir Dogs. There's rumors of Kill Bill Volume 3. I hope he doesn't there's do 80 of those things. Rumors of Django Unchained slash Zorro crossover. No, stop all of uh, this. <laughs> or do you just want. I mean, we can go into it on a Tarantino episode. We will. I know you like it. I know you like it. His last movie sucked. Um, mm, I love Once that Upon movie. a Time in Hollywood sucked. I love that movie. I if feel it, like Quentin... T- okay, so this is where I have to like say... like, I kind of applaud him for saying, like, okay, I've reached oh. my peak. Please, like, I'm done. I guess so. I would say that if I didn't think he was just fucking being a pretentious asshole about it and it's probably gonna do nine more movies anyway he is i mean that's the thing it's like i remember oh care yeah he's gonna be coming back oh, oh yeah, dude i remember i was like 20 years old and he was like oh yeah i'm retiring after kill bill one and it's like Fuck. he didn't <laughs> and he totally yeah. didn't and he made some amazing movies after kill bill one yeah i mean there were some he's duds, uh but you know th- i mean like Yes, I'm a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. Huge Quentin Tarantino are, fan, and I would say they? it's a travesty if he fucking does another, is, does a Kill Bill three or a Django two or Reservoir Dogs two. No, where he shines is his original screenplays. Please, for the love of God, Quentin. Please, for the love of God, Quentin. Please make an original screenplay for your last movie. Done. I guess I guess we can't talk about this one too much because we got to do a Tarantino episode. We got to do. We'll do one. Yeah, because I I think he's incredible, and I just I just think his last movie sucked. Um, and I think you know a couple others are decent, but I think Tarantino at his best. You put put it this way: you can put Tarantino's five best movies. Mm. Don't tell me your any best director. movie. Yeah, I, I'm not okay. going to. But I I think if you take his five best movies. You could put it up there with any director's. Absolutely, absolutely. The best of Tarantino is up there with anyone's best. Absolutely. There, like, there's some misses. There's some misses. Oh yeah, yeah. Just like yeah, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um. Well, David Fincher didn't have a miss until fucking Mank, but (laughs) David David Fincher was perfect until. (sighs) David Fincher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
perfect until May. Yeah. Some people don't like. Some people don't like the game with Michael. Douglas. No, I actually love that movie. I love that movie. Love that shit. Yeah, yeah I love awesome. that movie. No, that's a good one. Love that. Um. All right, so Pierce Brosnan doing some press for a yeah. movie he's in called False Positive. Of course, if you're an interviewer and you don't ask him a James Bond question, come on. I know, you're not uh, doing your job. Nope. Brosnan asked who should be the next James Bond. Right away, he said Idris Elba comes to mind. Idris is such a powerful presence and such a great former voice tensity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he, he would be magnificent. I don't know if I'm losing something in the... In, I don't know. There, this is Brosnan talk. <laughs> this is Brosnan talk. This is a direct Listen. Word. I don't know what that means. Listen, Will. Get your shit together. <laughs> this is Brosnan talk. You're supposed Brosnan to know talk. what he says. <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? And <laughs> such a great former voice tensity. I, that's what he said. Reading the quote directly. Uh, he would be magnificent. There's Tom Hardy out there as well. Tom can really chew the furniture up. Just be a ball boy. Where the oh, fuck? <laughs> Hold up. What are this is the direct quote. This is Brosnanisms. Brosnanisms. Yeah, we don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't about, know Pierce. what the fuck you're talking about, Brosnan. Anyway, outside of Pierce's crazy ass fucking talk, uh, we talked about this before on the Bond episode. But so yeah. he drops Idris Elba, Tom Hardy. As future replacements for Daniel Craig, as we all know, no time to die. Daniel Craig's last outing. So, Wayne, again, give me your opinion on both Idris Elba and Tom Hardy's Bond. And then if you have anyone else in mind, let me know. Honestly, like, um, between the two, I would, and this is like sacrilege in this house, so I have to be really quiet. I would choose Idris Elba to play Bond over Tom Hardy. And it's because... Tom Hardy could have played Bond 10 years ago. And I think well, it would so have been great. Idris Elba. Elba's older than Tom Hardy. Idris Elba's older matter. than Tom Hardy. No, so what I'm saying is Tom Hardy has been through the ringer. If you looked at him like 10 years ago, he's like, oh yeah, he's a strapping young lad. Now he's like, Jesus Christ, what car did you crawl out from under? Like, <laughs> he's just yeah. rough as fuck. So we already he's have a rough as fuck like Daniel Craig being Bond. I don't, I don't think we should go that way. I, I do feel like they're gonna go with a younger Bond next yeah. time around. They're not gonna take that old Bond like uh, story Agreed. plot topic anymore. So I don't think either of these actors are gonna be Bond. By the way. But if I was to choose, I would love to see Idris Elba. He just oozes that class. He just has that. What did what did Brosnan call it? The voice voice <laughs> The he has a great <laughs> former voice tensity. He has former great voice tensity. Whatever that means. Yeah. Vo- tensity. Yeah. He's got that great tensity. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think, man? What, what's your opinion on that? Who would you choose? Idris Elba was my number one choice for years. I love Idris Elba. Everyone said it, and it just made so much sense. I just watched him. Uh, we'll talk about him a little bit. He was the villain in Hobbs and Shaw, mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious spinoff, and he was a great fucking villain, and he can just fucking do it all. I just think it's too old because I do think they're going to go younger now. Yeah, same. If they did some sort of old James Bond story, sure, but I think that's already been done, and Mm-hmm. I do think when all said and done, I like him. I like there's a lot of um, African-American actors that they're looking at supposedly that I think would be good. Daniel Kaluuya, let's, let's who just won the Oscar. 
Yeah, there's a lot of African-American actors they were looking at. Um, Daniel Kaluuya, who was in uh, Get Out, Black Panther, mm-hmm. uh, won the Oscar for Judas and the Black Messiah. Yep. Um, he get gets mentioned a lot. There's a guy who I haven't seen a lot of, uh, Roger Jean Page, who was in the show Bridgerton, which I haven't watched. Hmm. Um, he gets mentioned a lot. Tom Hiddleston gets mentioned a lot. I think he's got a defining role in Loki already, where I don't think he's the pick. Um, I love Tom Hardy, but not a fan of him as Bond. I'm with you there. Yeah. Um, I do think he's... I disagree with your reasoning behind it, though. I do think he's, like, one of those transformational guys. Like, kind of like Bale. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, totally. he can be this rough-on-the-edges guy, and then, you know, I, I do think... Hardy I just, can be transformational like that. I just but. don't think that's his thing anymore, man. Like, I just, yeah. I don't, I, I, what was the movie where he played the twin? Do you remember? Um, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And he was supposed to be really high class in that movie. And like, I, I loved it. I thought it was a great movie, but it, it was like the closest thing we're going to see to Tom Hardy being James Bond. And I just didn't feel it. Like, I, I just didn't feel it there. Yeah, I uh, Locke is what you're thinking of. Yeah. Um, I think that he, my favorite role of his is probably Warrior. If you haven't seen that, oh, movie. that's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, I really like that one. Uh, you know, it's the UFC fighting movie with his brother there, or whatever it is. Boxing, oh, UFC Legend. Movie. Legend was the movie. Where Legend. He was, yeah, Legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He played. The yeah, craze. Locke is the Locke is where he's like the bank robber. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I uh, I just don't see it either. Um, I hope it's not. At the end, this conversation is useless because you know they're <laughs> gonna cast some young guy that we've never fucking heard of. Uh-huh. And you know who I would be hand- love to see play is a little man. A little man. <laughs> That's a little ditty called John David Washington. He's not yeah, British, he though. I mean, yeah. that's the hard I part. I think I have a couple prerequisites with the Bond character. Okay. And I think not being American is one of them. That's got to be one of them. I totally agree. I, I mean, I'd I'm love sorry, him ladies. If- I'm sorry, ladies. He needs to be a man. I'm sorry. He can be black. No, it's true. He can be Japanese. I don't care. I'm sorry. James Bond needs to be a man. I there's a lot of rumors about a female Bond. I I can't. uh, I just can't. So it's a role that there's very few roles that you can't gender swap, and that's one of them. It's true. I mean, because you, I don't know. For me, I'm always relating to the source material, right? Like Ian Fleming. He wrote James Bond to be this. Yes, of course, he's a womanizer. He's a drunk. He's a pill popper. But he is. That's who James Bond is supposed to be. That's who he wrote this character to be. If you take him and gender swap him, it becomes a WB episode. And I'm not for it. It's just. It's just not needed. And it doesn't. In my mind, and maybe I'm wrong because. I'm a dumb white guy, but in my mind, how does that move like any any like lever that you're trying to pull here and any equality that you're trying to reach 
how does the character of James Bond do that? I don't see it. Mm. Just like, listen, I, I don't think fucking Wonder Woman should be a man. I don't Absolutely think... Absolutely not. You know, there's, I don't think Laura Croft should be, you know, a Absolutely man. There's, there's just not. characters that the way that they're written, and I'm... There's, listen, if you did a speed remake and made my girl Annie a man, I'd be pissed. Like, <laughs> there's just certain characters there's just that... certain you know, characters I feel like just should yeah. remain to the source material. That's yeah. all I'm saying. I mean, like... And that's, that's it. Uh, and... You know, it, like I said, make him any race you want, yeah. uh, and I'm fine with it. You know, we just talked oh, our tears totally. off about Idris Elba, but I think James Bond. But you know what? Also, I could be surprised. Marvel's done it a bunch where they've gender swapped characters, not to this extent, obviously, with the iconicness. Like they didn't, mm. you know, make. Yeah, there's a lot of things that they've Let's done. Be very clear that if they switch. James Bond switch gender roles to a female. I will still go see that movie. <laughs> Ten thousand <000%. laughs> percent. Yeah, I will still go see is, it. That's not so. The- here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they made a female 007 movie, yeah, which is kind of where I think they may be going because Lashana Lynch is in it and she's like a double O agent. Sure. And if she was just 007, which is a title, not the name of the exactly. character. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm in totally. A hundred percent. It's just the act, absolute character of James Bond and 007, which are two different things. Right. And I actually went I down a very, very deep Reddit hole about the whole, like, is James Bond a code name or is James Bond his real name? In the end of the Reddit hole, it was pretty clear that James Bond is his actual name and James Bond is not a code name. However, 007 is a code name. So that can be interchangeable. I don't know. Now that I'm going down this theory hole, like, you know, just cast whoever. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. Give me a... <laughs> it's the first actress that came to my mind. <laughs> give, give me Nice Congeniality to three, Quantum of Solace. Like, that didn't make any sense. But go no, ahead and do that. that's a different actress? No. Nope. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense. That's Sandra Bullock, yeah. Anyway. I'll take Bullock as Bond all day. Yeah. Oh, you would. Uh, you would take Bullock as Bond. You would. Uh. <laughs> I think we've talked enough about Bond. What's next on our list? Yeah. We have. All right. So next on our list. Mm-hmm. We mentioned it before. I watched 10 Fast and the Furious movies this <laughs> Dude, ten. I'm so impressed. Like <laughs> you don't even realize. Like I, we I, were talking about this. I made it to two. Yeah, we we were going to do a full episode. We were gonna watch. So I had only seen, I think, the first like two or three, maybe four, like in the past. Yeah. And um, I don't know how many you saw before, but two, um, two, <laughs> and we we saw that Fast Nine was coming out. We're like, you know what? These fucking movies got to be ridiculous. Like, yeah, let's yeah. watch them all. And it was kind of a joke. We thought maybe we do it, maybe we didn't. And then we both started it and we're like, eh, I don't know if we're going to be able to watch this many in time. And then I got going one day after a couple weed gummies. And, uh, oh, man. Shit. <laughs> I ran through those suckers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, last night I went to the movies. I watched Fast 9. So there's one spinoff, too. So there's 10 yeah, movies. 10 movies. And... My God, it's a lot. It is a lot. So, can you even imagine the amount of action you saw? 
There is so much action. There's so much awesome people in these movies, too, mm-hmm. because, like, you start getting to five, and then you get, like, The Rock comes in. I know. And yep. then Statham, then Charlize. Jesus Christ. Like, there's just, you know, actor... Uh, uh, Kurt Russell is in the the last few. Oh, like, my God. Just, just like, yeah, so yeah, many. Actor after actor after actor, and just name drop, and... They are. It's so crazy to think back at the first one, where it's just like you know, street racing, whatever. In their Fast Nine, <laughs> they go to space. <laughs> <laughs> and like, weirdly enough, right? So Fast Nine, they go to space. I didn't think Fast Nine was the most over the top one. <laughs> it's not the most it's over the, the most top. realistic. That space is kind of yeah. It really. I think. It, but I will say this. These movies entertain the fuck out of me. Oh, dude, they're so entertaining. Yeah. They're so entertaining. So I would say, if you haven't watched them, the first three are just like outdated movies. Like, they just were like a movie you watched in middle school. Oh, dude. Paul Walker is a heartthrob. How much I wanted a Mitsubishi Eclipse. I didn't probably (laughs) did not say that, but I, I wanted one so bad. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. You see all these like old cars, like even the cars, you're like, oh my God, like this is considered yeah, a good yeah, fast yeah. car in this movie. <laughs> and it's just like Paul Walker's a heartthrob, Vin Diesel's a tough guy, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Paul Walker's dating a sis. It's like just like middle school movie, I would say. It's a very middle school movie. Then the fourth comes along and it tries to be this gimmicky movie and just doesn't work. The fourth one, I think, might be the worst one. Oh, okay. Good to know. Then Fast Five comes along. Oh, shit. Fast Five is the best in the series. Fast Five rules. Five through seven are primo. Are they money? Peak peak Fast and the Furious movies. So five is when The Rock comes in. Mm -hmm. um, And then you get uh, two sequels with the Deckard brothers. Um, The latter's uh, Hobbs played by... uh, Sorry, Shaw, played by... Deckard Shaw, played by Jason Statham. Mm-hmm. And then 8 and 9 are just like, fuck it. Fuck it. We are going crazy. Fuck it. 8 is... Uh, Charlize Theron comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so With I that should shitty mention before, haircut, too. Well, she's only got the shitty haircut in the second one. Well, uh, no. In the first one, she's got dreads. In 7, she's got... <laughs> No, at eight, she's got like a dreadlock. Like, uh-huh. she's like totally like vibing. She's vibing. And then in nine, she's got the bob, oh, like the villainous fuck, bob. Dude, villainous bob. Yeah. 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 Just, and don't, then, just don't turn around. As soon as she turns yeah. around, she lo- loses all street cred. <laughs> she's like, look at the fucking bangs on the back of her head. I don't know what you're talking about because the villainous, villainous bob is doing it for me. <laughs> doing it for me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> on the front, <laughs> she's Charlize Theron, boss bitch. Yep. On the back, boss bitch. She's a third grader that just lost their lunch money. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh. And then Nine also introduces John Cena as Dom Toretto's long lost brother that you never knew about. <gasps> wow, they both have muscles too. Oh yeah, they both so have muscles. many muscles. So many muscles. Yeah. I mean, they're so worth watching. I will say this, as much as you want to like make fun of these movies, the end of seven, 
where so Paul Walker dies in the middle uh, died during yeah, production in the middle yeah, of seven. Yeah. And the last like ten minutes of seven is like a tribute to Paul Walker. Holy shit. Someone was cu- someone was cutting goddamn onions in my house. Uh, they must have been. Because the tears were the waterworks were getting were flowing, there. Dude. It was emotional. Yeah. yeah. Got pretty pretty attached to Brian. But uh yeah, it's uh they're worth watching. They're <laughs> so like I said. No spoilers, but is there fam in space? Um, so no, it's there's it, no it fam in space. The, it goes light on the it goes light on the space stuff in nine. I'll say that. Okay, but there is a scene with a car in space. I'll just say that. Okay. Um, but and it's fam not like is the not whole, there with him. No, um, there's there's two characters in the movie that go up together who are vital characters. Okay, story. we're not gonna. We don't want to spoil anything. Good. Don't want to spoil too much. But I will say that nine was good and entertaining. Not Mm -hmm. the best in the franchise. I'm saying five through seven is your peak Fast and the Furious. Mm -hmm. You'll be entertained by eight and nine. Eight is insane. Eight's got like submarines and shit. It's fucking wild. And uh, I can't can't wait to get there. Like I'm sad that I have to get through four. You know, like I don't want to go through four. four You have to watch it. You have to watch it. Three is the only one you don't have to watch because three is Tokyo Drift. So uh, three is like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But actually, I take that back um, because three connects to nine pretty big, actually. Oh, shit. So you probably didn't have to watch three until now you do. Fuck. A lot of characters from you three You see what they did there? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Oh. But um, yeah, they're all so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait, though. I'm gonna I actually it. think I'm not even kidding you. Five is a good movie. Five is a good movie. No, five. Five, five is, is one of the two that I've watched, and I really yeah. Like five that. is five is a big like heist movie. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 good. It's good. Um, yeah, it's they're insane. But nine, you get justice for one of your all time favorite characters, and it's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. And uh, but no rock now. The Rock and Vin Diesel have separated movies. Oh. They will not work together. So Hobbs and Shaw was the spinoff because Vin Diesel and The Rock would not work together. So now Why? Vin's doing What's the Fast on? movies. Apparently, they just didn't get along on just set. Vin, blood, man. Vin says it's like tough love. He was just trying to get the best performance out of The Rock, and The Rock was like, fuck you, dude. Like, So they, they are I like how gone Vin their Diesel's separate like, ways. I'm trying to get the best performance out of The Rock. Yeah, The Rock's like, I'm the biggest movie star on the planet, yeah, asshole. dude. He's like... like <laughs> I yeah. turn to the left and I make a million dollars. Like, fuck you. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. But uh, yeah, it's Fast and the Furious. <laughs> all right. That. Like I said, it's all about family. All Cheers. About drink family. your Coronas. Yep. All right. We will end it here. We have a movie review. We watched Cruella. Ah, yes. Cruella. And we'll make this fast, guys. I know we're we're getting pretty, yeah. pretty yeah, heavy Yeah, we'll make time. this fast. We'll make this fast. Wayne, let's start with you. Your opinion on it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's start with me then. Um, so, Cruella. Um, right off the bat, I'm going to say amazing soundtrack. Amazing soundtrack. I feel like if they were going to take this Cruella movie, and this character, and they were going to put it somewhere in London, in England, they chose perfect time frame, the 60s. That's when everybody was coming out with all these like crazy new um, styles, clothing styles, all that good shit. Uh, 
I think the two standout performances were the Emmas in this movie. Um, the real big thing for me, though, with this movie was I was fucking bored like an hour into this movie. I was like, let's wrap this shit up. Like, I get it. I understand what's going on. I feel like from one hour until the end of the movie at two hours, this movie's like two hour or some two hour, 10 minutes was filler. Like it was just like processing the same storyline over again. So wait, did you like the first hour of the movie or the second hour? The The first hour of the movie I loved. I thought it was great. Oh, we cannot be, we cannot be on more separate. That's fine. That's fine. Because, you know, I felt like it ended really well and I, I think they set it up, you know, pretty well in the throughout the the story arc of it but it was just so fucking long man like i was like an hour 30 in it and i was like good god man can we please wrap this up see this this i agree with you this movie was like a chore to watch yeah but i thought the first hour was way worse really and i thought that the first and here's where i disagree with you about the music mm-hmm. in this movie they are good songs mm mm-hmm. mhm and they're like, you know, late 60s, early 70s classic rock songs that are all I'm, they probably just Googled best hits of this year. <laughs> they did. They picked the hits th- threw them into a five minute montage to move the story along uh-huh. and then rinse and repeat. How many fucking montages are in this movie? Dude, where they're so just like, many montages. Here's what Cruella did at this point of her life. And here is a classic yeah, rock yeah, yeah. one way or another. Oh, and like, that was, <laughs> that was like, awful, by the way. That whole like, montage was awful. I, I did feel not like that. that was just that over and over and over again. And I call this movie Devil Wears Prada meets Joker meets 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. Because it was like such a clear ripoff of some of these movies and then like it's but whatever rip off influence be you know with Devil Wears Prada and Joker like that's fine the worst parts of this movie is that it tried too hard to like tie into the lore of 101 Dalmatians right it did if it did and just- it, it had a it it did it had a a big um it had a big problem it had to deal with how to make Cru- how to make you like Cruella, right? Like it was like, yeah. how do we tie in all the things that we know Cruella hated in the 101 Dalmatians and make it and spin it in a way that you're going to agree with her so you can continue this anti-hero like storyline, which is basically what it was. You know, she became Cruella as an alter ego. Like it was, yeah. you know, and, uh, and in the end it was just like, sorry, dude, I still don't hate dogs. <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry. I still I love dogs. Yeah. I saw all yeah. of those dogs I love. <laughs> yeah. And like, I know what you're about to do with these dogs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I said, I wrote down if this was a separate movie, like it didn't have the Disney title behind it. Right. And it didn't have Cruella DeVille, whatever, like. And all these stupid tie-ins. Like, for God's sakes, the her last name is DeVille because of the car. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. Dude, stupidest fucking thing in the world. If they just made it its own movie and its own story, mm. 
would we like it better? And I think the answer is yes. I think I would like it. Yeah, I mean, I felt like the movie like was stylistic. It had really good mu- music in it. The Emmas were great. Like the storyline was actually pretty good. If you did not set tie it design, in. set design yeah. was great. You know, costumes, all that. Yeah, so it very was impressive. Very impressive movie. I thought Stone and Thompson did their best. I thought the script was laughably bad at times. Mm. I thought the scene at the end with Cruella where she's fucking Batman off the cliff was horrible. Holy shit. Can we talk about that for a second? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? What the fuck happened? Cruella DeVille is Batman, essentially. (laughs) I don't want to go into it because you may want to watch this movie, but Jesus Uh, Christ, what the fuck was that? Like, I was. uh, That was insane. Yeah, and there's probably part of this, like we talked about Snow White earlier, there's probably part of this is just like Disney movies aren't for us in these prequels. But Maybe. listen, yeah. here's here's what I'll say. I, I've watched a lot of these like Disney prequels. I've watched, or the live action ones. I yeah, watched yeah. Aladdin. Beauty I've watched and the, the Maleficent, Maleficent ones, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I think I might like this the best of those. And mm-hmm. that's how much I've disliked all these live action ones. <laughs> um <laughs> There's some good in here, but overall, I, I'll just read a review that summed it up for me. It says, Cruella does what all bad prequels do, answering questions that no one is asking. Yeah, no one's I asking. I thought that summed it up perfectly. Yep. Um, and Stone does her best. Uh, I would give this a... I was ready... The first hour, that's where I disagree with you. I was ready to kill this and give it a fucking F. It was oh, so yeah. such a chore to watch. Yeah. I'll give it a... C minus is my grade. Uh, C minus. Okay. Um, so I am going to give this, I'm going to give it a, just a straight C. Just yeah, a I was right on the C. Yeah. I was right yeah. on the borderline there. Yeah. So. Want, because like you said, I mean, it was the artistic vision behind it was really good. It just, there were spots where you were hoping for it to be better and it just didn't, it just fell flat. Like a lot of performances fell flat. Like, I was expecting a lot out of um, the side characters, especially like the butler. I was actually expecting a lot more out of Emma Thompson too. Like I realized she is her and Emma Stone were the best parts, the best actors of the movie. However, that does not mean that they're extraordinary performances. They're just the best part of the movie. I feel like Emma Thompson, they make it watchable. Yeah. Yeah. Emma Thompson's character was not written very well. I don't feel. I like mean, it. that's that's the Devil Wears Prada ripoff. That's a straight ripoff of Streep and Devil Wears Prada. She was, no way and she like, didn't. Yeah. You couldn't tell. Like within the first hour of the movie, you were you were developing this character of, okay, she's somebody that is probably a little bit out of touch with with fashion. She needs some fresh ideas coming in. Okay, she's going to take yep. this person under the wing, and then all of a sudden, the second hour of the movie you're like what the fuck happened like i she's still down this road of like trying is she trying to be kind of maternal is she not what is she doing like i don't she doesn't even know what she's doing she's just like yeah and then it becomes boring it's very it's very confusing the whole script is confusing in that not like hey it's hard to follow it's just like this does not make sense. It's right not now. developing and, and, the characters properly. Like you're not getting that character development. And again, that's where it misses it because it tries to connect 
two, you know, 101 Dalmatians, and it still just doesn't make sense. It, it's just, it's jumbled. Like I said, there's a lot of good stuff in there. They have the, um, the you know, the set design, the costumes, mm-hmm. you know, the music is good, maybe often misplaced. Stone, I think Emma Stone is, I'm even willing to say good to very good and. You know, it's just the yeah. script is I laughable. I think it's just laughable. the script is bad. Yeah. Yeah. It took, I will say this, it took me a while to get into the accent that she's doing. At first I was like, this is going to be bad and this is going to be a horrible <laughs> performance. But then you watch it a little bit more and you kind of grow into like yeah, seeing yeah. her do this and you get a little bit more comfortable with it. But um, yeah, I would say C minus, uh, you know, but it's also C. with a caveat, with a caveat of Disney Diehard Disney people probably like it a little bit more. I liked it more than the other Disney movies. All right. So that was Cruella. C, C minus. Like mm-hmm. we said, you know, if you're a Disney person, you may like it a little bit more than us. But overall, big fat, eh, 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 eh. So that's it for us this week. Next time we talk to you, we'll be talking about Tom Cruise. Ooh, we'll be on the cruise. We'll be on cruise we'll control, cru- maybe. We, we, we will be cruising on cruise control. <laughs> uh, looking forward to it. Uh, until then, cheers, guys. Good to be back. Sorry for the delay. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Absolutely, guys. Cheers. Have a good one. Bye.